Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here are your hosts, Arlene Arnold and Leslie Romine. Welcome, everybody. This is Arlene Arnold, and Leslie Romine is here with me. And we have a really interesting topic today. It's called Shifting from Human Duality to New Human Polarity. So this is something we'll have to do a little bit of uh, talking about in order to define our terms here and uh, see what we're, we're presenting. One of the reasons I wanted to do this show is uh, recently I started looking at the difference between duality and polarity, and I began to realize that everything that we do as part of the power of color is really helping people move from duality to polarity. So we really wanted to highlight this and begin to help people look through, look at their lives maybe through the lens of polarity and how we're moving away from duality. So, um, hi, Leslie. How are you this today? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Good, yes. And um, yes. I thought first, uh, Leslie, we would try uh, to do some – not try, we will – do some defining of the terms, and other people may have a little bit of different definition, and as we know, that's okay, too. So what, when you think of duality, Leslie, what do you think of in terms of what that looks like and how that feels and how it shows up in your life? Um, to me, duality is when you have a situation come up and you see either one side or the other, but not most. Um, and it comes, it can come through uh, judging, uh, like if you judge the situation, like oh this is terrible, this terrible thing happened, you know, then then you're pretty much stuck in that way of looking at it, um, or you uh, are really attached to it, like oh I, you know, it has to be different. This this thing that happened has to be different. Then then you're stuck again in that position. So it's to me it's looking at one thing or the opposite, but not really seeing any other possibilities. <clears throat> yes. That that's true. That's that's how I feel about it too. And um as you look at duality, it's where we have been. It's kind of what we have experienced in the past. And um it's interesting because uh, when we're looking at duality, we are looking at a limited point of view, and yet this is probably part of why we came into this life, is to focus on a certain thing and understand it. So we've spent a lot of time on the earth uh, learning what it's like to be in a place of duality, a place of limitation, a place of focus, on a certain thing. And uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, ways in which we've been programmed to look at life like that. And the thing that, that is interesting to me is that that we are now moving out of that and things are changing big time and sometimes it's a little confusing because it's so different from what we have experienced in the past. So we've spent a lot of time uh, 
pinpointing what are those places where we're stuck in the duality, where we're stuck in a limited way of looking at something. And I often think of it like putting on a certain pair of glasses. And as you look through those lens, you see things in a certain way. And then you put on a different pair of glasses and you see the same situation in a different way. And so oftentimes when people are arguing, they are looking for, through their own set of lenses and they're, they're not understanding what the other person is seeing or what they're saying, and they're not understanding why that person is acting like that. And so it's almost like they can't even get together to figure out what's going on because they're looking in through two different lenses. So the thing that, that is interesting for me is that as we move out of that, what do we move to? And uh, there is a... a an article that was uh, written by, um, oh, I had his name here, but, and it's, it's gone now, but his, his, uh, his website is Moving Beyond Judgment. And uh, he, say, he said this, which I think is very helpful to us to listen to because it, it has really impacted me. The way we move beyond this dualistic tendency is to suspend judgment to observe without evaluating. When we transcend our ego and come from a place of presence, simply observing, we can start to see the essence of another individual. From this place, we can suspend what we like and dislike and allow our soul to look at the truth, not ego-based subjective truth, a deep and intuitive sense of another person based on respect, tolerance, and understanding rather than judgment. And when we're open and accepting of others, we start to find that we are similar. We are able to accept their personalities without discomfort, resistance, resentment, or difficulty. As we're relating on a level where love and understanding fill the the space between us, rather than making judgments, we acknowledge our points of view and respond with a, hmm, that's interesting, and move on without reacting. So this is a a very important statement as far as I'm concerned because I've spent a lot of time looking at what it means to be the observer. How do you step back from a situation and look at it as an observer? Well, first of all, you can't be attached to the situation. You can't be attached to the outcome of the situation. You can't have preconceived ideas about what that situation is and where it's going. But instead, you become a person who is objective because you're, you're, you've stepped back from it. And this is what I call the place of polarity. It's like you have a North Pole and a South Pole. But you don't say the North Pole is better than the South Pole. They just are. The Earth has a North Pole and a South Pole. And they're, they're, if you went to visit them, they probably would be different, but they would also maybe have some characteristics that were the same. But that's how the Earth is set up, with a North Pole and a, and a South Pole. So it's kind of like now as we move into this new way of being, we're looking at life like, oh, okay, there are things that people do that feel like they're behaving badly. But that's my, that would be my subjective way of looking at it. And then there are people over here that I say, oh, they're very cool. Look at how they're acting. That's another subjective point of view. 
But if I step back as the observer, I'm not evaluating. I'm just observing. I'm going, hmm, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that that person would respond that way? I wonder what that's about. And that opens you up to the acceptance of that person in a whole different way. So when I think of my own life, I think of how when certain kinds of situations pinged me back to something in my own life, and usually it had to do with not doing it right. So it it didn't matter that the person hadn't intended to say that I didn't do it right. It's that I was looking through this lens in me that had hurt feelings because somebody had said I hadn't done it right. And so I was interpreting what they were saying through my own personal lens, and I took it as judgment. And that may not have been their intention at all. They might have been just giving me information, or they might have just been had an observation about something, but the way I saw it was through my own lens. And then that would bring me back into feeling that there's something wrong with me and would put me into a place of thinking I had to defend myself. So here we go. That's where... They're divided. That's where we go into that place of of knowing that uh, something's wrong, but not understanding what it is that something is wrong, and then having an opinion about it, and then going into the emotions about it, and pretty soon you're all caught up in that, and the other person's going, what happened? <laughs> so um, I think it's very interesting that that we are in a situation now where we're having to learn the difference between what it means to be in duality and what it means to be in polarity. And we're going to talk a bit bit later about how the work that we do helps people move to that place. But Leslie, anything that you can say about your experience of how you moved out of duality and into uh, polarity? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, uh, I couldn't help but think of that saying that I've heard so many times. Um, There's my opinion, your opinion, and then the truth. (laughs) And uh, I always laughed at that because I thought, yeah, you know, when we're in duality, we only can see two sides. And um, I think for me, um, it, it kind of takes off where you were talking about how we we have this idea and then we go with it and then outside um, uh, connections with others bring that up so that we can see it. And, you know, I, um, I remember having a lot of self-talk, a time when there was a lot of self-talk going on that, you know, I would, I may not have been outwardly, uh, you know, saying that to other people, but I would be saying it to myself like, oh, that was really stupid or, you know, something that I might have said about myself or, oh, this situation is unbelievable, you know, and just get get into the the um, attachment of seeing it in one way. And so um, with self-talk, I began to know, wow, how am I talking to myself? Um, would I talk that way to a good friend? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. And just it allowed me to, working with the colors and working with the things that we do, helped me to step back and take a look at it through polarity 
and um, in non-judgment, you know, and just to say, I, I, I love that thing. Hmm, isn't that interesting? You know, so if I find myself saying something like that to myself, now I can say, hmm, isn't that interesting? Huh, I wonder where that came from. You know, or is that, hmm, I didn't know that was still there. Or, you know, it makes me uh, curious about it rather than in judgment. And then I can choose at that point to go, hmm, yeah, I guess I don't want to do that. Or, um, you know, I have a choice at that end because because I'm able to see it differently. Yeah, and, and it takes us a while to get to the place where we can do that mm-hmm. quicker, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, we we have a caller here, so let's see what our caller is, is, says about duality and um, and uh, uh, moving into the polarity. Hello, you're on the line. Hello, Arlene, how are you? Oh, there it is. It is you, Eduardo. I saw you in the chat room. Cool. Well, I would love to have you join the conversation with us because this is a really interesting topic, and I know you've spent time working on this too. So um, what is your definition of duality? Well, I think I think uh, duality is really, I look at it as black and white, or maybe like, Probably the best the best way to picture is you know the the yin and yang symbol, and and uh, where you have the you know the black side and the white side and the little spot on each side where you can go to either side um, from one side to the other, and I and then I see polarity as as looking at the circle as a whole, um, you know where you you can actually probably experience different shades or different parts of it. But you're still looking at the whole system as a whole. Um, at least that's my perspective, and, and I guess I'll be learning more about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a good example of it. And it would almost be like duality is where you would take the black piece and take it and put it someplace separate, and the white piece someplace separate, and then uh, you would you would operate out of one or the other. And sometimes we might be operating out of the black side and sometimes out of the white side. And uh, yeah. and you know, when when you're looking at it as the whole, then you have the perspective from both sides. Exactly. And 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 and, and, and I think that's what you see around everywhere. Um that most people not most but a lot of people are in either in either place or moving from one place to the other um, you know, very quickly. So, so I think as, as we move into polarity, we'll be able to manage those shifts from one one to the other um, much more efficiently. You know. So, what are some of the things, Eduardo, that helped you to shift from duality to polarity? Wow, well, that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, my my spirit my, I don't know if maybe perhaps my spiritual journey you know uh, meditating and, and 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 I remember when I was younger it was, I was really black or white everything had to be black and white you know I really didn't it was my way or the highway or and 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 um, and life taught me you know that that uh, there are some gray areas and that you can always look at things from from both, both sides of the coin and then you can look at the coin itself you know um, yeah. not just the both sides so. 
um, perhaps life experiences. I, I don't really know what what triggered that, but um, um, I'm I'm there right now. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think of um, of the things we've talked about over the years that we've known each other, and uh, you've done a lot of work in different kinds of modalities to find the parts of you that are in duality and to find ways to heal that, and also to find ways to find where the duality is in your body using practitioners that can help with that. So I think that that we need to remember that we've all used lots and lots of help that's out there, plus our inner guidance and uh, using uh, automatic writing. I use it, I call it dialogue journaling, and, uh, and finding answers to things that way that help us move into polarity. So you've done a lot of that. That's absolutely true. And I think um, now that you helped me refresh my mind, I think that uh, I, I had some um, major things happening to me in my life, and, and I guess, you know, there's a time when we need to learn through pain or through challenges, when it forced me to look within and find, those, those, like you say, those parts of me that are, are not in balance or are in, in polarity. And uh, through different, many many techniques, uh, including color therapy, you know. So um, I think you're right, and I think we 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 experience those challenges, so we 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 can learn about uh, duality, and then once we learn it, I guess we we can move into into being in balance and and seeing it as polarity, you know. Well, and you know that's exactly right. It's like we have to be aware that we're in duality before we can shift into polarity because I, I do a lot of transformational sessions and I find that sometimes people are so into their duality and their their picture is so what what they think of themselves or what their their life is that they think that that's the only thing that and so they don't even know they're in duality because they only think of it as one one way that is is uh, true or one way that is um, real. And so then it's very difficult because until they recognize that, that what they're doing in duality isn't really serving them, it's not really helping them to have joy and happiness and relationships and, you know, that kind of thing, until they recognize that, it's pretty hard to help people move into polarity. So I'm glad you mentioned that because the very first step is understanding that we're in duality, that finding the part of us that is in separation, and then using the tools that we learn to help us move from separation back into inner wholeness. And once we've done that, then we can learn to go into an observer mode, observer mode, and be able to look at things at, through wholeness and through uh, being interested in something, not being opinionated about something. So it's like this is a real shift that we're making, and it hasn't happened overnight, but I feel like it's moving really fast now. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you know, I think we, we're always going to, um, the universe is going to challenge us challenge us and, and we're gonna experience a time when we we go back to gravity even sporadically and, and uh and just to 
just to test us to see if we learned the lesson, you know. So we have to be aware, um, uh, aware of that. Um, I, I find that that typically happens, you know. You learn something new, and then the universe tests you, tests you to see if you, you actually got the lesson. <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing I'm noticing is that some there's sometimes it's kind of like residue like leftover dust or something. It's like a pattern that we've had. It became a a, a way of acting, and it kind of just comes up as residue. So yes. anyway, thank you very much for Eduardo, Eduardo for coming on with us. This is really fun to have you as part of our conversation here. Thank you. You're welcome, Eileen. Hello to everybody. Take care. Okay. Uh, so, Leslie, uh, let's look for a minute at where where we are working with helping people to move from the duality to the to the uh, polarity in, our, in the work we do. So, why don't you talk a little bit about the color therapy and how that can help people move out of duality? Okay, you were talking uh, with Eduardo about. Uh, finding those places in us that are um, stuck in patterns that we may have uh, picked up along the way, um, many of them from when we were children or many of them from outside influences, and that um, keep us stuck in seeing things one way or another and not being able to, you know, see it from a broader perspective. And I think that uh, through the transformational sessions that we do with people and the um, uh, um, reading of the color assessments that we do with people, that that helps them to begin to actually find out those places that are keeping them from, that they find that, you know, just aren't working in their lives and it's keeping them from you know, doing all the things and being all the things that they really want to be. So um, that's definitely a huge part of our work. You might want to add some to that. Well, you know, um, what I think about is how sometimes it's hard to find, you know something's not right, you know something's not working, but you're not quite sure how to identify what it is. And one of the cool things about the color therapy that we do is sometimes you don't even have to know what it is. But we identify where it is in the body. That lets us know what complementary colors to use. And by doing the breathing exercises, sometimes those kinds of things are completely dissolved or resolved. And then sometimes if they aren't completely dissolved or resolved, then we go to the next level of work, which is more our inner reality therapy that we include with the color therapy. And that really speaks to the inner child that maybe have, has been left behind through some experience in life. It's still back there as a six-year-old or a 10-year-old. And then we can help that part of the person to feel loved and accepted and understood and then pretty soon we're able to bring that separated part of the person back to be incorporated into their wholeness. And that's what begins the, the, then the possibility of polarity, begins the possibility of moving back as an observer because you're not caught in what that part of you believes that was still back in the past. 
So that's, I love that about the color therapy is that sometimes you don't even need to know what it is. If it's ready to go, sometimes the colors will just take care of that. Yeah, me too. And, you know, it's not always necessary to go, you know, in depth to <clears throat> to uh, release some of those old patterns because they just aren't, you know, they aren't as involved as some, some of the earlier patterns. But yet we have, and, and what I loved about it when I first came is that I could tell the difference right away. You know, that if, if, we, did, yeah, if we did a process and, and the energy just shifted right away, I felt immediately uh, the, the effect of it. And, and I love that about it, too. And the thing that I love about it is that once you have dissolved or resolved that, Unless there's another part of you that's stuck in something similar, it doesn't come back. Because I, I hear people saying, well, you you healed the wound, but you always have the scar tissue. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not my uh-huh. experience. <laughs> it's, no. it's like it just becomes, it, 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 it dissolves into your wholeness. So it's no longer a separate piece of energy that's sitting out there. So that's kind of hard sometimes for people to understand until they've actually experienced it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we've only got about four minutes left. I'm going to just say very briefly what some of the other things are, and maybe we'll follow this up on another blog talk radio. But um when we're working with, for example, the course that we're just finishing up on on healing and embracing the masculine, the inner masculine and feminine, that again is something where people can get stuck in the duality because they get stuck in a certain way of believing how they're supposed to be a man or how they're supposed to be a woman instead of understanding that they have both masculine and feminine uh, energies in them and that those are both important parts of being human and that as they go through this course they begin to uh, embrace those parts of themselves and they move into a place of polarity and uh, and the Tao symbol like Eduardo was talking about so that so that you then can draw on your masculine qualities you can draw on your feminine qualities and they support each other they become a team that work with you instead of pulling you one way or pulling you another way. So um, I would like to just talk for a minute about the basic color course because uh, people can sign up for that at any time. It's a home, home study course. And then periodically when we have enough people who are inter- have taken the course and are interested in having a little bit more personal uh, touch with us, then we have four uh, calls that we make, four conference calls, and people have a chance to hear from each other how they're working with colors, what it's done for them, what they found out from it, that kind of thing. So if anybody that's listening is interested in the home study course and then the availability of these calls, they can go to transformationaltools.com, capital B, slash, so it's um, transformationaltools.com, slash, capital B, capital C, capital C, number one. So it's BCC1, but the the letters are all capitalized. So go there and take a look at the course, and people will know when it's time and when they're ready for it, and whether it's the way that they're 
to move out of duality. So, um, you know, you can go there and you'll just feel whether this is right for you or not. And then um, the uh, male-female course that we're just finishing, and we'll be doing the same thing. It's a home study course. And then for those that would like to uh, discuss it, we do six conference calls that, that help people to really go in depth with the material. And that, again, is transformationaltools.com slash capital M, capital S for a male, female. So it's uh, transformationaltools.com slash MF, capital M. So those are just some of the things that we have available. And uh, for sure, please go on thepowerofcolor.com where we list all of the products. The transformational tools is where you buy them. But you can go in and explore all of the things that we have there. We're in the process of putting together a community where people can meet together. So we're very excited about where things are going in in the future. And Leslie is a huge part of this, so I'm so glad that you're on this call or this this uh, blog talk radio with me, Leslie. So thank you for being there and all the help that you offer. Oh, oh thank you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're just going to thank all of our listeners for being here, and uh, we're really happy to have you join us on the second and fourth Wednesdays at uh, 3.30 Pacific. Please join us next time, and we'll be talking more, I know, on and off about duality and polarity. So everybody have a great day, and and enjoy all the colors around you. And we will Mm -hmm. talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for being part of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.thepowerofcolor.com.